Welcome, Highfalutin Ski Bum Podcast, episode 284. It is your pals, Mario and Brian. Mario, what's up? Not much. We're in the dog days of summer here, so it's been pretty busy with the holidays and shit going on, and glad to be back at it. It is so hot right now. It is ridiculous. Like it's <sighs> it's it's hot everywhere. There's no water anywhere. People losing electricity. I came home at lunch to walk the dog and I've been, I did it like three, three days this week. And every time I've had to walk the dog and then change my, my shirt, it's been so hot. Cause you just start sweating. It's been like Florida hot in the Northeast too. I mean, it's, I think it's in like the mid to high nineties and humid. Oh, it's the humidity. It's killing me. I had yeah. to go back to, back to the goddamn office starting oh, this week. And like a Trump. The smells, the sights, the all the crap that like I did not miss at all. I just back. The craziest thing was there were so many things and people that were like the exact same thing as two and a half years ago. I had so much food in my desk. It was yeah. actually kind of funny. I had a Jones bar. I don't know if you guys have those there. They're like a local like no. New Jersey. It's like a you know, a four ingredient healthish kind of bar. You know, was it pseudo healthy? Well, no, it was it was packaged, it was nice. in a wrapper. All right. I had one of those and I had a on it, one of those fitness bites oh, in nice. the drawer. So I tried both today. <laughs> they both expired. They both expired in like September of 2020. It's all right. The on it one was disgusting. <laughs> Inedible. Inedible. I spit it right out through the garbage. The oh. Jones bar with four ingredients. It was like dates, peanuts. That stuff lasts forever. Two other things. Delicious. No It'll preservatives. Rot. It'll go rancid, but it won't rot, you know? And I ate it probably about seven hours ago, and I'm still holding strong. So I think I'm gonna be in the clear at this point. I think you're good. I just it's been such a crazy week, but it's hot. It's disgusting. Everyone knows it. But you know what? We're still talking about skiing because that's how we roll. Keeping the dream alive. Listen to us, and thank you so much for listening to us. We do appreciate it. Check us out, skibumpodcast.com. We're on the socials: Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Untapped at skibumpodcast. Our social media game has not been good recently. I know. No, we are it's been lacking. Trying to figure out like our strategy. Like, what do we do? Like, what 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 do you want to see? Do you want to see us in our daily lives? All the crap that we do. Like, what that is that? Would be very boring. I think. I don't know. What like, in the summertime? Man. Like, do we just post old stuff? Dick pics from the winter. Just dick pics. All. Dick what about pics. like? <laughs> what about? <laughs> we just like have pictures of us skiing, and we just Photoshop. Dicks on our skis. There you go. That's or like something. skiing on dicks. Or just, I think we're gonna have to just meme ourselves on everything. Just we could meme ourselves. Yeah, just be mean. Yeah, we have a lot of options. Throw us an email. Have some suggestions. What do you think? Ski podcast at gmail I think we might have YouTube. to take us in the jumpsuits in the uh, in the orange suits and just put them in all these other pictures, like. You know, Joe Biden coughing with COVID and there's us behind him, like standing there with the. There was an incredible, I don't know what you even call it. It's not Photoshop because it's in the video. Someone, because Justin Trudeau got a new haircut and they're like, said it looks like Lloyd from Dumb and Dumber. (laughs) So people like took his face and put it on video clips of Uh, Lloyd from Dumb and Dumber and it is absolutely perfect. uh, I got to look it up now. I got to send that to my wife. She'd love that. I uh, I'll find it. I'll send it to you. What else is that? All we got email, social, website. I think that's it. 
Thank you for listening. Send us Bitcoin. Send us whatever you want. On our website, there are links to to donate. We got to get our Patreon set up this season because yeah, uh, we need to become independent here and not dependent on the man. I don't have to commute anymore. I can shut us down from they shut us down from OnlyFans. So I don't know what we're gonna you know get to do something else. We'll come back. We'll come back. No butt stuff. Oh my god. His fucking hair looks like <laughs> <laughs> hashtag no butt stuff. Oh, they have a side by side of him and Lloyd Christmas. Looking That's at you, awesome. Trudeau. This is a news thing, and they're just laughing. Like they just they can't <laughs> they can't not laugh. Yeah, as oh, they that should. Awesome. All right, Mario, let's kick it off the way we always do. It's time for our pray today. I'm going back with a really, really favorite of mine because it is a dog days of summer and I got to sit with something that I really like. And I think you had one of these because I sent them up to you. You Um, did send me those, yeah. Let me pull that up. So I went back to the other West Coast IPA by Skate Brewing Company. it's delicious beer and it's up in Trinity, Florida, which is just like right around Newport, Richie. Um, but I tell you Tampa? What, way north of Tampa, way so, north of Tampa. Yeah. But, uh, Newport, Richie Spring Hill is a lot of old timers that would try to settle there. And now it's a place that's affordable. So people are moving back up there. There's some really nice parts to it and some really podunk places too. But, um, I tell you, the brewery's kind of cool. It's like very chill, really nice atmosphere. Uh, but they make this awesome beer. And when I first had it, I had been coming down here before moving. And, you know, we were going up to Vermont and getting all those cool IPAs. And this really does remind me of like another sip of sunshine. Yeah. I, when you first said that, I was like, come on, man. Yeah. And then you sent me a couple and I cracked one open and I was like, wow, this, this really is tasty. Yeah. And you know, it was kind of a, 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 a just suppressed local find for the longest time. And now they actually started selling it in the, in the supermarket in cans and uh, you find it on tap a lot of places. So it's really starting to all of a sudden pick up because people are like, damn, that's good beer. And I don't know what they had to do if they had to just increase their brewing capacity and canning and stuff like that. But uh, this is definitely one of their best beers. Uh, and probably one of, I got to say, this is definitely on my top 10 all-time list. So I still I, like Sip of Sunshine. I still like my Cigar City Brewing, but I tell you, this is pretty damn good. Yeah, I uh, I can't argue with you on that because you sent, again, sent me some. They were really delicious. I was very impressed. With you were blown away, weren't you? Like what? I was. From I was Florida? Couldn't believe it. It was really, really good. Oh, yeah, this is good. Tastes so it's stuff. um, is it a double or a single IPA? I think this is a single, but it still carries a seven percent by alcohol by ABV. There it's a go. single, single, but seven percent. I mean, it's a nice beefy uh. Beefy, full, full flavored IPA. It's not full as body, full bodied. Um, has citra hops, mosaic hops, and continental hops. Oh, centennial hops. Sorry, intercontinental hops. Intercontinental hops. 
Remember that sketch on SNL like billions of years ago? The Intercontinental? Or is it the Continental? It was like uh, Christopher Walken. The Continental. I think it was called the Continental. Christopher Walken. I like that guy. He's the king. Goddamn this Trudeau and Lloyd Christmas. It's 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 hilarious. If you haven't seen it yet, yeah, the Continental. Christopher Walken. He did it a couple times. A creep he's like a creepy apartment guy, apparently. (sighs) First came on nineteen ninety. Oh yeah. I remember he had like, a, like a smoking jacket and a creepy mustache. Yeah. Oh, he's awesome. Yeah. Anyway. Ah, so, man, there's a good beer. I'm talking about my beer now. So what you get? Remember I was saying for a while, I was clearing out my beer. I was doing a wonderful job. And then my birthday came around a few weeks ago. And I don't know. I, I, I've been downplaying my birthday a lot lately, but sometimes you just... It's like your time and you're like, you know what? I'm going to go buy myself some beers. I'm going to go buy myself. I used to buy myself a lot of stuff for my birthday. Like, like a, like a goddamn little Richie Rich, like a little nice. I would just buy shit for my clothes or sneakers or whatever the hell I wanted. It's your birthday. Happy birthday, man. Thank you. I haven't talked to you since. I have financial problems these days, so I can't be buying myself shit right now. Kids need to go to fucking swimming and jujitsu and skiing. So Damn. I got to downplay my stuff. So used to be a player. Now look at yourself. <laughs> I'm playing the long game. Playing the long game. So my day before my birthday, we went. Uh, my son had a birthday party at this great park by us. So I, I was like, I just want to go rollerblading with my daughter in the jogging stroller. So we had this great flat path. So I went rollerblading with her. He went to his birthday party. It was actually really nice. Driving my mom's after that, and I'm like, you know what? There's a brewery right here, and I haven't been there yet. Let's go check it out. It's oh. in Colts Neck. New Jersey, which all right. If you're familiar with New Jersey, it is one of the f- nicest towns, like in New Jersey, hands down. Damn. Not even close. It's horse country. I mean, you drive through it, and it's all just name like Colts Neck. They better have some horses. Bruce Springsteen lives there. John Stewart mm. lives there. Like it's like yeah. a baller ass town. Trump's got a golf course there. Like it's a baller, baller ass town. Is that where his really nice one? That was like that was Bedminster. One of the, oh, Bedminster. That was Bedminster. That was next to John Delorean's old place. Damn. Which and that was like one of the it, world's best co- golf courses, oh, right? Do they used to like they helicopter people in there all the time? Like it's Damn. it's crazy. Um, but so I never been there before. What? So a little. Script flipped. They have two things there. They have a brewery and they have a distillery there. I've been to the distillery. It's pretty good. Never been to the brewery. I was like, you know, we're in the area. Let's go stop there. Pop in. And I had no idea what they had on draft. I was just going to pick up some beers to go. And the one that I got, because if I see a goddamn milkshake IPA, <laughs> it brings the boys to the yard. It brings, I pick it up because. Oh, there you go. I love these weird, disgusting beers. I got the Tropical Bliss Milkshake IPA. Milkshake. You like the it, if it has the word milkshake in it, you just it's, you're in. That got you. I got. I got to tell you, I don't drink many of these milkshake IPAs in a year, but when I do, I really do enjoy them. I mean, <laughs> I will say this can't touch Icarus though. Like Icarus's milkshake ones are just. I still think of John. He's like. <laughs> 
all the beers here are so gross. And you look up like Icarus Brewing. It's like number one brewery, like in the East Coast. Yeah, and, uh, but but that's because he's lactose intolerant. He's like they put lactose in in everything. It's like they crank the lactose up on all their beers. Yeah, yeah. I'm like he's already going to have problems with it, and then he's got the lactose intolerance. It's like you don't want to be around that guy after he yeah. has a few of those. <laughs> no, do not be downwind. Not John. riding riding home with him. Oof. So this beer, it is a uh, tropical, vanilla-y, and creamy, conditioned on pineapple, passion fruit, mango, guava, vanilla, and milk sugar. Hmm. It's uh, kind of tough to see. We got in the little frosty muck here. It's you know like a thick, orangey, fruity, delicious, nice. milkshakey, nasty IPA. I love it. Again, huh. I don't drink these much. It's on the second one of the four pack I had. Damn. I like it. It's just, again, you couldn't have more than one of these, maybe two. It isn't that over the top sweet. Or five. Only came in a four packs. So if I two four <laughs> packs, and that's, you're just getting into financial ruin if you're doing that. Uh, yeah. So I bought that, that four pack. I bought another four pack of a Mexican lager because I wanted something kind of light and, you know, summery. Nice. Bought that. And it's funny because they have, it's weird. You walk in there, they have places you can sit. They have where you can order your beers and then they have beers where you can take away. So I got these to take away. And the guy says to me, he's like, just so you know, like you can't drink these on the premises because they have a whole big, like, hmm. um, not like a field, but like a big grassy spot where you can bring food. You oh, can nice. just hang out. Just yeah, it's really nice. And he's like, so you just said you can't drink these on premises. I'm like, that's, I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm taking them away. Go drink somewhere else. He's like, okay, just, you know, because, you know, some people, uh, <laughs> like, you'd be surprised and i go no i would not be surprised it's like <laughs> i've met people i know what people do like, <laughs> not surprised at all oh uh, it's funny so then he went out in the field and drank them right just the in the car out. in the car I'm like whoa like yeah doing donuts in the park like, Woo! like stop me now son <laughs> look at me now i called in a fire at the trump golf course you know what they're all, all the cops are there That's what are you right. gonna do genius genius idea I did none of those things. I just like a good gentleman, put them in the back of the cooler and drove to my mom's house and drank them there. Nice. Speaking of our buddy, John, he was down here last weekend. Look at that. It was a rough day. I tell you, we went out bike riding and went hit like the three or four breweries and then went out to the beach and it was a pretty, uh, pretty hard living. That's that's hard living. That is hard living. Got a little sunburn, got a lot of drunk, you know, it was just kind of tough. <laughs> Did a gummy or two and it was, whew. So now if, so you're in Clearwater. Yeah. What would you say if you were someone who was like, hey, I want to get a place in Florida to get away from the madness. What town do you recommend on the West Coast there? Like kind of in that Tampa-ish region. Do you want sleepy or do you want like nice kind of, so if you want like resorty, or chill, you do St. Pete Beach. If you yeah. want, like, you're on spring break, but yet nice and you Definitely have all the amenities, then that's clear water. Okay. If you want something where you got a really nice, chill, almost like a city vibe, but no beach, you go to downtown St. Pete. Okay. <clears throat> what if you want a place that's near the water, but you have access to a boat, if you got to move a whole bunch of cocaine, just in case? You go to Hudson County. <laughs> it's north. <laughs> 
<laughs> right by Spring Hill, just right along the coast there. Beautiful beaches and very quiet. So we were on somebody's boat two weeks ago and we're riding around and they have this canal. You know, they have these canals where we're going in and out. And we actually went to this uh this water club and just kind of boated up and ate ate lunch. But uh going there, they have like it it's funny. You see this beautiful boat dock with all these baller ass boats and it's part of a community that's all trailer homes. And you're like, holy shit, that's genius. So you buy like a $50,000 trailer home in this community to get access to the dock. So you could put your like $200,000 boat there. That's, that's all it was. So, you know, those people are like, well, shit, we got a place to hang out and crash. If we want to buy the boat as like a second home, I'm like genius. Yeah. Genius. Can't get in there now though. (laughs) Yeah, boat life is one of those things that you don't really realize how awesome it is until you've actually like dipped your toe in or like have someone who's got a boat and you kind of like try it out. You're like, yeah, yeah, this is awesome. Like, I hate the dry landers at this point. Well, it's awesome, but like you do the math and you do the the calculation of time. You can't and- do any math when it comes to a boat. You just got to think about fun. You got to focus you I- on fun. I don't know if you, you know, everybody says, oh, it's great. I'm going to use it all the time. And then you're like, yeah, you're not using all the time. Weather's bad. You got shit going on. Like how many days do you have of nothing to do? That would be a boat day. Why if you do have you a think, lot of those days then. Why do you, you think know. everyone ends up trying to sell cocaine with their boat? Because they need to be able to pay for it somehow. <laughs> that's right. And they always have to get a new boat. So that's the old joke. When you have a boat, you're always looking to sell a boat and looking to buy a boat. Yeah. Yeah. Watching that. um cocaine cowboys about those dudes who uh who were like they're like yeah these guys you know grew up and they were poor they were from cuba and all of a sudden these guys can afford a you know they're part of a, a speedboat team they each have a boat and it costs like a million dollars a race or a million dollars a year to, to run one of these crazy? teams high performance yeah. like top end speedboats. <laughs> but the funniest part of that is you watch the video and they're racing in miami because that's where they lived and <laughs> They're just flying at like whatever they go, 100, 120 miles an hour or whatever. And they're going under like a bridge and there's no guards or anything like, yeah, just don't hit the bridge. <laughs> like, yeah, do your best. <laughs> do your best. Yeah, I know you're flying at this crazy speed, but well, this is kind of funny. You would be vaporized if you hit that bridge. Yeah. But, you know, they, they nerf everything else now that you're like, man, that's how it used to be. Just don't crash into the bridge and you're fine. You know? I mean... Was it was anything better than Miami in the eighties? Oh, you had the U, you had the cocaine, West. you had the boats. Like it was just, it seemed like a fun place. Yeah, but that's it. All goes back to that's why you had the U because <laughs> the cocaine. And it all boats. goes back to the cocaine. <laughs> it's all about the cocaine's a hell of a drug. <laughs> and we're at Rick James again. All about the U. <laughs> and on that note, I guess we. Uh, Let's kick speaking it off. Speaking of cocaine, let's go back into ski news. <laughs> let's go back. Yeah, speaking of white stuff, white speaking powder. White powder. Let's go into uh, yeah, good old ski news. They had the, um, the, it's funny. Uh, who's the guy that plays Tony Stark? Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey. So they had, uh, he posted on Instagram or somebody posted on Instagram, him with the, um, with the shirt that said white powder. And he, it was, it was uh, snow. But in a okay. in a thing, so it's pretty funny because he's a big winky. cokehead. He was. But isn't it funny that when I think about him, I'm like, I I know his name, but I still associate it firstly with Tony Stark now. 
Yeah. And I know the, the first and last name. <laughs> yeah. And thing is, like, he started acting in, like, the early 80s. Like, I was... I th- he was a I child actor. Him. Yeah, he was, like, uh, was it Pretty in Pink or 16 Candles or... Yeah, I think both. He was, was he, in Weird Science. Weird Science, that's right. Yeah. He was in a lot of, like... But he, uh, he was a child actor, I thought. Like, very talented. Is acting really... I mean, is that really talent? I mean... When they say like when you're on that much coke, I don't know, is it really acting? Talk about singing like this. She's so talented, or he's so talented. It's like, aren't you kind of like either born with that or not? I think I mean you can cultivate it and make it better. But like if you work at it, but you still gotta have that raw. But if you suck at it, if you're like, I suck at singing, but I really like it, you really can't become a great singer. There's people that like have taken lessons and they're like you hear them singing somewhere and they belt it out and you're like, yeah, you're, you might've practiced a lot, but you're not good. And then there's like someone like a, uh, who was the guy? Joaquin Phoenix. We played Johnny Cash in Walk yeah. the Line. Like you can just practice to copy the sound of Johnny Cash. That is true. That is true. I mean, you're a copier. Like that's, I guess that's cool. But like, would you look at a photocopier and be like, this is the greatest machine that's ever been invented. Like it's cool. It's helpful. It's useful. I mean, power washer is wonderful too. Somebody made a billion dollars off a fax machine. (laughs) You know, they still have them. Yeah. Yeah. I think of that old modem. Why did it have to change? Why did you have to have the speaker? Did you really want to know? Like it showed you what it was doing. Turn it up, baby. (laughs) Turn it up. Well, speaking of turning it up, let's go to ski news. And Gunstock Mountain in New Hampshire, they are turning up the drama in the summer. A lot of drama. This is going to be a reality show. Yeah. Right. So we talked about Gunstock a few months ago. We had our pal Ben Rule on. He was a ski instructor at Gunstock. We actually had an article the same week from the Boston Globe about all the madness sort of going on between business developers trying to build it into more of a resort, people in the county trying to keep it local and, you know, a little more grassrootsy. Came to a head this week. Uh oh. Came to a head. So there was a truly and weed in the air and things are going to get crazy. Yeah. So I maybe I'm pretty sure I'm correct that Belknap County is what owns the mountain. It's like a county owned mountain. Right. And they had a meeting on Wednesday. It was like a big management meeting and management just gave their notice. It was Wednesday night at the Gunstock area commission meeting. Hmm. Uh, they gave notice. It was like a a big shock. It was a, a huge... They said it was the quote-unquote nuclear option. Hmm. So what happened was at this meeting, uh, the commissioner, Peter Ness, made opening remarks. General manager Tom Day stood up and asked why he and the rest of his management team had been relegated to sitting in the audience rather than having their own table as had been customary at previous meetings. We just did that to be more consistent with the way other delegations and committees work, Ness explained. Today, and apparently the rest of the uh, Gunstock management team, this was a bridge too far. Tom Day said, I'll tender my resignation and give my two weeks notice. Happy to facilitate whatever I can do. 
Damn. And then after Day resigned one by one, the other members of the Gunstock manager team followed suit and left the building. Hmm. Damn. So the following staff members resigned. Tom Day, president and general manager. Kathy White, chief financial officer. Robin Rowe, director of resort services. Peter Weber, snow sports director. Rebecca LaPence, director of human resources. Patrick McGonagall, facilities operation director. And Kristen Lodge, director of marketing. Commissioner Gary Kaidish also tendered his resignation. So that's like all so of management. Said- Good day, sir. Yeah. I I'm mad as hell, and I'm not taking it any longer. I love that movie network. Yeah. Damn. So this is, again, it's been a lot of back and forth, a lot of problems with the management and the town. and. So they resigned. So what's going on now? Well, they had summer stuff going on, and I think they actually had to cancel it for the time being. The governor of New Hampshire, Chris Sununu, also jumped in and was commenting on this. And I will be honest, this could be my favorite part of this whole thing is seeing the, uh, you know, on Twitter, you love the comments and everything that they get. So he posted uh, an open letter to the citizens of Belknap County. He's saying that Belknap has historically been a wonderful steward of gun stock, allowing it to grow, flourish, provide recreational opportunities for the people of Belknap and New Hampshire. Gun stock is a jewel, blah, blah, blah. What's been happening over the last year surrounding the gun stock area commission's inability and unwillingness to work collaboratively with the management team at gun stock is deeply concerning. Yesterday, we witnessed the final straw where the hardworking management team felt there was no viable path forward and submitted their resignations. Hmm. Um, representatives Mike Sylvia, Norm Silber, and Greg Huff, along with the remaining members of the Gunstock Area Commission, have lost the trust of the citizens of Belknap County. These yeah. individuals have made bad decisions, and until they are removed from their positions and replaced with good people who recognize the wonderful asset that Gunstock is, the county will continue to suffer. So it seems like it's the representatives, so the government versus the people who are running the mountain. Damn. And then uh, Sununu, whose family owns Waterville Valley, I believe. Ah, okay. Uh, Sununu said he called General Manager Tom Day and informed him that if a resolution is not reached and that he and his team would always have opportunities with our Parks Department and Cannon Mountain. Mm, There you go. Their loss is measurable for Gunstock, and we hope that this crisis can be avoided. Damn. And then, of course, the good old Libertarian Party of New Hampshire responded, <laughs> you're a communist. <laughs> you're a communist. Yep. It's awesome. They're not, they're not hiding their feelings right there. And they then responded with, a state-owned ski resort is literally socialism. Anyone who supports state-owned ski resorts would be happier in upstate New York or North Korea. Can you imagine if they made you ski at gunpoint? Like, you must ski. Ski. Now go. Go that seems ski. like an awesome reality show, right? Instead of Let's like, yeah. well, like imagine you were on like that uh, Temptation Island and you get kicked off. Those people don't look like skiers. Let's be honest. Boom! There you go. Throw them into Corbett's. Corbett's. That's right. That would be the best Red Bull event ever. We know there's the kings and queens of Corbett's, which is when you have really, really, really <clears throat> talented people yeah. going into Corbett's. 
just just get like just meth get people meth drop them in dude can you imagine you get like methed up people doing corbett's you'd be like he broke his leg and still went down he broke everything broke everything he showed up with a broken leg he put everything on the line <laughs> that's right <laughs> i think he was dead but then he got revived and then he died like who knows he's at the bottom having more meth like imagine just like sending people into corbett's blind just send it blindfolded not blindfolded blindfold. they, they, you gotta let them see it blindfolded have like corbett's. you know like the gopro like hanging out in front so you can see their faces that's yeah that would be kind of cool you do corbett's ride it's gotta be something like a zip line perhaps yeah see then it would be like disneyed up and that's not fun either ruined it ruined it ruined it see? you want it hardcore exactly so speaking yeah. of hardcore lines <laughs> some new resorts were just added to the indie pass now the indie oh. pass if anybody doesn't know is probably one of our favorite passes number one because doug fish always gives us a free pass because we have him on the show and number two because respect. they get respect and they have really cool local resorts all over the place that you never remember there and they're worth taking a, a gander at. So they just announced, announced, um, Oh, wait a minute. They are going to announce, <laughs> make an announcement coming up. So no, it's out already. Is it? Oh, it's on their website. Ago. It's on okay. their website. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny because I'm looking at this. I'm like, wait a minute. They do have another major West Coast announcement coming up in the end of July. That's in next week. So, okay. Another another majors are, okay. I didn't want to like do something we weren't supposed to because we get the pre-alert and it's like. um, We're sort of a big deal. Sort of a big deal. We're going to know. Got to keep things under wraps, but you know it's hard when I start drinking a few of these escapes, and then you know I start talking. Um, so new Alpine Partners, the new resort. Indie Pass Resorts, escape from your mouth. <laughs> that's, that's it. it escape from my mouth. Uh, new Alpine Partner Resorts. We got Black Mountain of Maine, um, Meadowlark Ski Lodge in Wyoming, and Amori Spring in Japan. Our Amori, our Amori Spring. Huh. Interesting. They got a lot of Japan resorts and they have like a whole tour thing that they hooked up with. It's pretty cool. So cool. Yeah. And then they have a new cross country resort, Black Mountain of Maine Nordic. And then they have ally resorts where I guess they do 50% discount um, at these allied resorts, King Pine Ski Hill in New Hampshire, Cherry Peak Resort in Utah and Paul Bunyan in uh, Wisconsin. Paul Bunyan. I just love the name. It's awesome. King so, Pine, New Hampshire. I, so if you if you wanted you know to go to Gunstock, thing? yeah, exactly. Screw it. You're going to King Pine. King Pine. So I was just saying today, Paul Bunyan came up and I was like, you think Paul Bunyan had bunions? Just saying. A little bit Paul of irony there. Is it called the Paul Bunyan or is it called Paul Bunyan's Bunyan? I don't know. Things I think of one time sometimes. Yeah, that's uh it's a, a stretch. stretch. It's a stretch. Stretch, but it came out. I was like, hey. It is what it is. You think he had bunions? He probably did. I mean, he's a hardworking man. He is. Doing man stuff. What do you have, a goat? Was it a- no, wasn't it a blue, blue ox? Blue ox. That's what it was. I know it was something blue, but I, I thought it was a goat for some reason. <laughs> that was his cousin. His cousin. 
Now, let's talk about getting baby goats. They piss me off so bad. Baby goats would piss you off? Oh, my God. They're little assholes. Oh. They're like an asshole cat, but bigger. I keep saying we should get a little goat just to uh, piss off our dog. They'd, probably... fuck <laughs> They'd just fuck with them all the time. Yeah, goats, <laughs> sheep, they're just... Uh... Those creepy little eyes. Yeah, the males are definitely like... Assholes. They're just assholes. They like jump on you, stand on you, you're sleeping, they fuck with you. Like it's just they got nothing to do. They're like, let's fuck with this guy. Yeah, we had sheep at one point and like they would just the, <laughs> the big males would like my dad actually put like a ball and chain on one because it, otherwise it would ram him. Really? He put a, he put a ball and chain on this goddamn <laughs> sheep. He's like, fuck you, man. Yeah, you exactly. Run at me. It was ridiculous. It was Bastard. the most ridiculous thing seeing this <laughs> fucking sheep, sheep with a ball and chain. Yeah, and here you think like, oh, it's a little fluffy sheep. What, what's a what's what's wrong with that? Like, yeah, that thing's fucking nasty. Yeah, dude, I used to go to Puerto Rico in the summers and hang out with my cousin who only spoke Spanish, and I was like, okay, this is tough to get by. But he showed me how he got pecked by a rooster when he was little, when he's smaller. I mean, I was probably like ten at the time. And it, it took a chunk out of like his his face out of his cheek, and I'm like, God damn, what rooster did that? He's like that fucking rooster there, and he would go up to it, and the thing would charge at him when he got close, and he would just reach back and slap that fucking thing, and it would flap around and then come right back at him. I'm like, I'd fucking run. I was like, this is cruel and dangerous. You got to assert dominance. It's crazy. I was like, all I hear is Spanish, Spanish, Spanish. I don't know what he's saying. And this fucking Smack. chicken's running at him and he's smacking him. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. It was just bizarre. But yeah, I can imagine a sheep running at you. They're nasty. They can be. They've got small <laughs> brains and they use their heads just to ram into you. Can you imagine look out your window and there's like your dad running around getting chased by sheep? <laughs> like, no, it was hell? more like the sheep would hit my dad. He'd get pissed off and go run after him. <laughs> A sheep. People are like, what do you mean a sheep? Ball and chain on that goddamn sheep. It's pretty funny. <laughs> He's like, I'll get him. Get that fucker. I'll slow you down. Yep. Well, we got one and a half stories. And this one, I I was I subscribed to a couple of newsletters like car stuff. I love cars. And I saw this article in there out of nowhere. I think it's not exactly a brand new article, but they just did a they did this piece. The strange story of John DeLorean's snowcat factory Damn. is even more bizarre than the DMC-12. Look at that. John DeLorean, which we referenced earlier in the show about Bedminster, that's where he had his, his house. So he was a former GM executive. And, of course, everyone knows Back to the Future, the DeLorean, the DMC-12. That's what it kind of made it super super famous it was this crazy like sort of sports car uh looked really cool wasn't really that awesome of a performance car but has this kind of like legacy to it um and john delorean if you don't know his history he worked for gm executive he was he was the one who kind of created the firebird and the gto and a few other of the muscle cars. And he was like a big, a big wig there. There's a documentary about him on Netflix kind of shows how he was trying to get this DeLorean motor company, which was the one that built the, the MC 12 back to the future. He needed money for it. And he just got busted trying to, you know, 
smuggle cocaine to make money <laughs> to keep this business running. It's yeah, a whole weird story. Cocaine cowboys. They like they like built the cars in like Northern Ireland because that was the only factory they could find that would do it. And it was weird. Stuff. It's a weird, weird story. It's 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 a cool documentary. It's if you like cars, if you like kind of you know drugs, the co- history of drugs, the cocaine cowboys. If they would have gone into electric cars, right? They could have been the new Tesla. Mm-hmm. Another crazy bit about Tesla or um, Lorian too. They're bringing the name back and they're coming out with an electric version. I heard about actually that. looks super super cool. That's Keeping some cool. of the styling from the the old car and modernizing it, it looks really cool. So here's something kind of crazy. So even before his famous scandal, there was another kind of snow he was interested in. Waka waka. We're making a lot of waka. cocaine ski jokes this week. It'd be cool if the new DeLorean came with like a little gram of coke in the glove box. <laughs> like that you can't one. use it. You can't use it. Can you? Oh, be sealed in like or like in the shifter. In the shifter, in the in in like glass or something like cast glass with the exactly. cocaine inside. That'd be yes. great. That would be pretty cool. You know, some junkies be trying to steal it and break it open. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. So his passion for winter sports and vehicles that could traverse those icy conditions became one of DeLorean's main sources of post-GM income, but was somehow simultaneously his least known business endeavor. In fact, the first DeLorean wasn't the DMC-12. It was a snowcat. The DeLorean Manufacturing Company, as it was branded, and not to be confused with the DeLorean Motor Company, was a turnkey purchase for the serial entrepreneur in 1978, just as his automotive ambitions were gathering real steam. The business had been building snow groomers for several decades as part of the larger multinational conglomerate Fiocol, T-H-I-O-K-O-L. Somewhat amazingly, it represented more than half of the U.S. market share for snow grooming equipment at the time. Also so, DeLorean's snowcat business was a success at first, but like his car company, the Utah-based DeLorean Manufacturing Company would become entangled with the man's legal battles, and it was forced to rebrand for changing hands and dwindling into nothingness. But hmm. for a brief moment in time, John DeLorean's name didn't just mean building a car. It also meant snow groomers, aircraft tugs, skid loaders, treadmill frames, and more. Wow. That's pretty wild, right? Yeah, so he loved skiing. The DeLorean snow machine era began with a chemical aerospace company called Theocal. It's since restructured several times and finally merged with Northrop Grumman, meaning it's not as relevant today. But in the 70s, the Yokel was making everything from rocket boosters to NASA's space shuttle wow. to lift and grooming equipment for ski resorts. Hmm. Perhaps thinking it should focus more on its core competencies, spaceflight is tricky. The Yokel started downsizing or shedding some of its ancillary concerns that decade. This included its cold weather operations. A corporation founded by two former employees acquired the ski lift portion of the Yokel while the snowcat and grooming manufacturing business was purchased by a flashy guy who had made his name for himself at GM as the designer of the GTO and the Firebird, John Z. DeLorean. Hmm. So in 78, he approached them saying he wanted to buy the snow equipment manufacturing division located in Logan, Utah. Nobody knows exactly why DeLorean had his eye on Theocle, but his son Zach told me that John loved to ski. He theorized that his father's passion for the slopes and keen eye for potential investment may have been a turnkey operation like building snow grooming vehicles. Seemed like a rather smart investment, especially for a man who spent nearly two decades working in a high-level position 
for GM. Hmm. Just want to keep pushing around white powder. I like yeah, it. They, they ponied up eight and a half million dollars for the deal, a sum which he claimed to have been loaned by Colin Chapman, the founder of Lotus and the man responsible for some of the most important engineering decisions related to the DMC-12 chassis and suspension layout. Hmm. Very interesting. So now you mentioned the DeLorean's coming back. Car and Driver has it on their site. It's the Alpha 5 EV. Alpha 5 EV. Okay. And it was and Ireland, it, not Northern Ireland, where they built them. Uh, and it looks pretty awesome. Has going doors. Doesn't it look really awesome? It was like that. Doors yeah. go like this. <laughs> not like this. <clears throat> so they're saying it's an evolved concept. So I don't know if it's, is it really going to be manufactured? Yeah, there's so many like electric concepts right now that never really make it out. But one final thing, these DeLorean branded snowcats still pop up for sale today and they're not cheap either. In good condition, the 40-year-old groomers can still run upwards of $40,000 and have quite a niche community following. Damn. See, that's what you want. You want a DeLorean. DeLorean snowcat. Yeah, snowcat. Does Ferrari make one? A Ferrari snowcat would probably look sexy. Well, it's crazy. Like Lamborghini makes tractors. Damn, I got a Lambo. It's a tractor. Dude, if you haven't watched... Yo, girl, you want to ride on my tractor? You want to ride on my um, Lambo? It's a freaking tractor. Girl walks up to me, says, what do you drive? And I say, Lambo. <laughs> tractor. <laughs> and like, oh, let's go to your car. You're like walking through the parking lot. You go like, out the back and there's your... a field. Like, where the hell is it? Right here. Right here, car. girl. I'm cruising in my Lambo. Lambo. <laughs> if you haven't seen Clarkson's Farm... On Amazon Prime. What are you Clarkson's doing? Farm. After right. you listen to this podcast, Clarkson's right, Farm. Tremendous. It, down. it is tremendous. Any for sale? Any DeLorean uh, snow cats for sale? Gotta hit us up. Brian's looking for a deal. If you want to buy us one, we'll pose. We'll pose in bathing suits on your, your DeLorean snow cat. If you want to promote one for sale, we would be willing to drive it around and well, you know have it on the podcast and chill out with it. It'd be kind of fun. We'll podcast from the snowcat. Oh, oh that'd be good. Right? There's nice. one for 25000 Priest Lake, Idaho. Oh. Yeah. 86 Logan. You know what would be cool is if the um, snowcat had gullwing doors too. <laughs> it actually has no oh it does have it has suicide doors Su- oh they open front yeah they open like front to the back. backwards yeah. yeah that's pretty cool pretty cool all right well and then one final quick little semi story is that we always talk about it this time of year good old dps dream time starts dream time. 725 probably about time when this podcast comes out you got two weeks. If you two want weeks. some really fancy skis, you want to go all out, now is your time. This is the only time DPS skis are usually on sale. I think so, I yeah. got to trade mine. I got to start selling skis. I don't know. Upgrade. Upgrade. Time to upgrade. <clears throat> I may have to put them out there for uh, for sale. Real, original, pre-used, high-flown ski bum skis. Pre-COVID skis. Pre-COVID skis. I'd sign them. Mario, good luck. Have a few bones. I'll do whatever. You know, that's that would actually increase the value quite significantly. I believe. Exactly. If we have any fans that that are interested, just uh, send us send us an email or something. Gmail.com. 
yeah, we got the uh, we're getting the emails again, so that that works. I know we we're in, see, we just kind of went into a blackout. It's uh, I kind of like it. It's a little mysterious, like what happened? Yeah, you know, we're podcasting every week, so and good. all of a sudden things kind of fall out, and it's like, yeah. hey, you know, we're still around. Yeah, it's been it's been a, a nutty twenty twenty two. It's been a nutty couple of years, obviously, but this year's been particularly difficult. I feel like there's a yeah. lot of like a lot of culmination. You know, people are just so like PTSD'd almost from this whole COVID and lockdown. Political and, nightmare is what it is. Propaganda yeah. nightmare. Yeah. It's a lot going think on. It's just it's very stressful. We try not to bring up too much of that stuff. We want to have a good time. We want to laugh. We love skiing. We love freedom. We're uh where's we're what you got. You know, if you want to just get away from all the nonsense, we're trying to make you make you entertain, give you something to listen to, yeah. to laugh at, have a good time. It's hard to watch the news. Let's put it that way. It Better is. off listening to this. Yeah. And we don't really have a main topic or anything, but it is summertime. It's so hot, but I'm, I keep saying to myself, just think the things that you do now, because again, it's, it's middle, yeah, getting towards the, the third, the, the last third of July. Before you know it, like, August usually comes in kind of harsh, but once August is over and it's Labor Day, dude, the snow can fall. Let's We're be honest. Almost there. We're almost there. Almost there. Depending on where you are, you could be on the snow in like less than a it's, month. It's just tough right now. You're like, I don't think I don't think the snow's ever coming. It's so brutal hot. We're gonna melt. Freaking they're they're talking about lockdown again. Like I, I don't no. I can't go through another lockdown for ski season. We're not locking down. We we will find a way. We are they locking the snow down? They're locking the clouds down. We can't do it. Jump the rope. Stop Jump the rope. Listening to morons and yeah. live your lives. There was an article. Best summer activities for skiing, and you know a lot of it's always the same kind of stuff. Yeah, running, mountain biking, road cycling. We got some CrossFit in here. Fishing. They got the pros and cons, grilling, yoga, racquetball. And there's some there's some good stuff in here. One thing <laughs> road that, cycling's on there. Road cycling, yeah. But there's one thing that annoyed me about the article. And it was both in the mountain biking and CrossFit categories. They have the, you know, they have pros and cons for each. And the cons for both of those, they had bros. Bros bros and i don't know why but that really just annoyed me in that article yeah what's wrong with bros first i want you to define what is a bro is someone who's like really super into it and has a bunch of buddies who do it does it with them like how's that having friends that you do stuff with like i know the best times i ever have is when i'm broing out with my friends like bros is brothers brothers is a camaraderie is a togetherness is a challenge it's competition it's ragging each other like why is it whenever guys do stuff together these days it gets crapped on yeah like guys doing stuff together having fun maybe excluding some people oh why is that such a bad thing like why can't we just have fun together like why is that a problem for people yeah mountain biking too bros Bros, it's bros. I don't bros. like the bro culture. Then go have your own culture and don't even just ignore it. Like, why does it need to be a problem for you? 
Well, if you're hanging out, having a good time, you're bros. But if you're other people, you're finding yourself. You're kind of getting into the zone, right? You broed me. It's a, it's a, you it's a form of, it, it's bro shaming. It's bro shaming. It's bro shaming. And I will not be part of it, good sir. Good Let's day. We don't, we don't condone any shaming of any type. We embrace we are, everybody. Well, we're pro bro. We are goddamn pro bro to the core. We're pro everybody except the people we're not for. How about that? <laughs> we are anti whiny bitches and we're pro everybody else. I like, I like, we should have a shirt. We are anti whiny bitches. Pro bro. Pro bro. We are pro bro. Pro bro. Definition anti whiny bitches. Booyah. I like it. I like that. That that would make a good shirt. A bumper sticker. Got a bumper sticker. I feel like it should have be the uh, you know like the, what's the flag? What do they call the flag with the snake on it? Don't tread on me flag. I love that flag. I know it's got some name. It's a good one. The circle one I like was the the Betsy Ross one. The the original the three thirteen colonies. Yeah, yeah. Need to get rid of some people. You got too many. It's a too Betsy many Ross stars. One, right? Yeah. <laughs> Too many stars. Too many, you know, somebody's like, all we need is one damn star. Texas. <laughs> That's it. That's right. <laughs> Republic. It's the Texas. only goddamn star that matters. <laughs> the Gadsden flag is what it's called. The don't tread on me one. Gadsden. 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 So see, we got some you're learning all kinds of stuff on this podcast. Let's be honest. You didn't know DeLorean owned a snowcat company. You didn't know the Don't Tread on Me flag it was called the Gadsden flag. We see the internet just knowledge. makes you Internet just makes you realize there are niche, like, things to get you to, like, go down rabbit holes, like, all over the place. You can go down a rabbit hole on flags. You can go down a rabbit hole on Betsy Ross, I'm sure. There's a whole story to her. I heard she put out. She said, like, nine kids. That's, hey, she had a, she had to pay the bill somehow, make a flag. <laughs> That's why she's sewing. That's why she was a sewing girl. Got to pay the bills. Got to pay those bills. I got to look that up too. If we're going to be talking, if we're going to be talking like, about like Betsy the, Ross's good name, we better have some evidence. Was she the old lady in the shoe? Said she had nine kids. Damn. She's an old lady in the shoe and she made a damn flag. <laughs> I like, that's one of my favorite flags though. The, the circle stars. Yeah. Top notch. Top it's notch, Betsy. Betsy Ross flag. Well, seven children. There you go. See, I was close. Seven and seven. What y'all know 13, about seven? And thirteen's my lucky and favorite number. So it all fits in. Yeah, I I can get that tattooed right on my ass. How about that? <laughs> Born in Gloucester City, New Jersey. Died in Philadelphia. 84. Gloucester. Gloucester. I bike rode through Gloucester. Look at that. It's probably as fast as you could. I was wicked handsome. Right fast. Yeah. I think if I did that today, I'd, my heart would explode. I don't know. Gats. I don't feel like don't feel like I'm in the best shape like I was back then. Back in the day. Back in the day. You're not getting your bro on enough. You need your you need your cycling bros to get you fired up. I don't have my bros around, so it's not the same. You need some bros. You know? Bro culture. Less, less lockdown, more bros. Bromance, bro culture. Yeah. One of my favorite T-shirts from, I don't know if they say, if it still exists anymore, that T-shirt hell site. There was some pretty dark shirts they used to put out. Oh, really? And one, it was a picture of Shakespeare, like his head, and said, 
pros before hoes. Oh, <laughs> very... I don't know why that cracks me up. Oh, that that site is still doing well. They're out there. Is it still out there? Oh, pros, and then they got the pros before hoes. And then they got the whole stripper line. The sexy girls on there. I support single moms with the stripper yeah, on the pole. That's a classic. Classic. <laughs> There's one. I'd still fuck Amber Heard. <laughs> God, it's so timely. Dude, that, that site goes hard, man. You know, fucking Johnny Depp like was like, yes, this is the one you got to have. It set goes hard, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, the one with the uh, it's a picture of Tupac, but it says Will Smith. <laughs> <laughs> Another time. <laughs> god damn. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, the Roe versus Wade. <laughs> How about this? I'm not pro abortion. I'm amateur at best. <laughs> they go hard. No, the Roe versus Wade, though, it's a picture of like sushi, like a Roe roll, like the little fish eggs versus, and then it's like Dwayne Wade. <laughs> it's like Mortal Kombat looking. <laughs> Oh my god, they got a cop with a nightstick and it's like a disco ball. It says feel the beat. <laughs> <laughs> this is awesome too. It's a picture, like it's like the Star Wars like poster, like the Darth Vader head and the Luke Skywalker. And it says Star Trek underneath it. <laughs> <laughs> see that shit you gotta see if like anybody realizes like what? Oh, they have the football and it says baseball underneath. <laughs> Oh, they got a bird with one of those uh six can pan uh six pack um things and it says bling bling. <laughs> oh my god, they have one that says God bless America that says accept and choose your state. <laughs> Fuck that state. <laughs> the one that says like God bless America, except California. Fuck California. <laughs> oh, they have a free Britney and it's um it's whatchamacallit. It's uh, Taylor Swift. <laughs> Free yeah, picture. It says Led Zeppelin. It's actually Kiss. <laughs> <laughs> Those are great gifts, too. You just give it to somebody. Like, here you go. Chuck He's Norris. Like, and it's a picture of, it's a cartoon of Bruce Lee. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> these uh, are great, man. Yeah, these are. Oh, ow. Fly like Mike, not like Kobe. <laughs> oh, oh, damn. Wow. <laughs> oh, my God. This is horrible. Wow. They got one. They show the three the pyramids of Giza. It says, Slavery gets shit done, right? Oh, my God. <laughs> That's fucking horrible. Wow. Yeah, Accurate, though. Let's be honest. And then they have Brown Charlie. <laughs> Instead of Charlie Brown. <laughs> oh my God. Ronald McDonald wearing a thong. It says natural redhead. <laughs> That's horrible. How about the um the one next to Brown Charlie? It's the uh, martini glass with the toothpick with the olives. It says <laughs> olives matter. <laughs> oh God. 
oh, Kobe and they have a check. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh, how about the one with the freaking McDonald's with the Mr. Potato heads? And they got a <laughs> the building says shower. <laughs> oh my god, that's Jesus horrible. Christ. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, they got a Smurf shooting Papa Smurf and it says Papa Smurf. <laughs> they have one Black Lives Matter and then underneath except, except Dwayne, Dwayne, he's a, he's a dick. dick. <laughs> you can choose the name. You choose the name. They're like, here you go. Yeah. Oh, dopest honky award. I'm getting that one. <laughs> dopest honky. Ah, <laughs> uh, 420. I don't smoke pot. That's my credit score. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, this is horrible. The this... picture of Jesus. I just got my nails did. Oof. Ah. Uh, well, they have a Trudeau one with the black face. That one's very oh, do they? Yes. That's fun for everybody. That is pretty fun. <laughs> Love him or hate him. I'm not going to even say that one. <laughs> it's next to the Trudeau when you Canada's first black prime minister. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh. yeah, this oh, they have a... <laughs> <laughs> Yoko, like Yoko Ono, and they have the uh princess. Megan Megan Merkel. Megan Merkel's. <laughs> I'm not autistic, I'm just an asshole. <laughs> like this orgy sure is starting. It's just off to a slow start. <laughs> they got Sanford and Son. It says Mumford and Son. <laughs> <laughs> God oh damn! God, these are funny. <laughs> they show the Smurfs, blue trash, blue trash. <laughs> <laughs> the Golden Girls in a bathtub together says "Golden Showers." <laughs> oh, oh my God! <laughs> they got Mother Teresa, and it says "Milf." <laughs> <laughs> the one horrible. next to it. The one next to it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> it's pronounced Niger. Oh. oh my god. The, the picture of Ruth Bader Ginsburg inspired countless young women, but so did a cartoon mermaid, so whatever. Oh shit. <laughs> oh, that was funny. Yes, so t-shirt hell, if you want to sponsor us, man, we'll just talk up your products all day. God damn, we could have a section of this this. <laughs> Can't can't we all just get a schlong? Yeah, we all just That's get another a one they got. I got some uh some top top stuff here. All right. Oh just... they have one. E. Your mom rated E for everyone. <laughs> Oof. God. Oof. Damn. Give that to yeah. your friend or something? Like what do you what do you do? Send that to somebody in the mail? <laughs> Who wears that shirt, man? <laughs> Yeah, who's going to wear that? 
<laughs> All right, one more. I'm gonna say one. <laughs> it's a picture. It says expose yourself to other cultures. <laughs> it's a guy with a raincoat, and it's like a Spanish girl, black girl, Chinese girl. <laughs> oh, that's pretty funny. Oh, that's terrible. I love it. <laughs> All right, I'm a fan. They have a picture of Captain Kirk, Spock blocker. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so we're going to have to buy some stuff on there. Yeah, man, they should sponsor us. T-shirt, hell. I'm going to reach out. I'm I'm writing it down. They should seriously sponsor us. They should have, like, it's called Ski Shirt Hell. We could have a uh, a whole line of them. Ski Shirt Hell. Exactly. Ski Shirt Hell. We could have a line. We go dark. We can go deep. Oh, they got a Norway one. Hold on, your your. It's the Canadian flag. Yeah, Canadian flag. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you should send that to him. Norway, fucking Canadian flag. I should buy it for him. This is birthday present. There you go. Oh, you got to look carefully because there's there's got to be one that's gonna hit the hit the mark. Like, I want definitely. that Trudeau one. The that Trudeau one's, one's pretty. The good. Trudeau one's great. <laughs> May get a few of those and send them to the uh, in-laws in Canada. We stopped at the border, man. They won't let you. I they know. That cross state line. <laughs> oh, God. A picture of Gandhi and it says Gandalf. <laughs> 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 but you know, people don't know. They're just like, the fuck? Right, cool shirt. <laughs> cool shirt, man. <laughs> so summer is crazy. That's really the moral of the story. But think about it again. We're going to bring up the things you do now. If you're working out you're waxing your skis whatever you're doing now it's going to benefit you tremendously in like three months time so focus on that ignore the heat the heat's not real man i tell you what in the summer my preferred pronoun is snowy oh there you go stand in your bathing suit in front of a mirror and look at yourself and say where do i want this body to be when ski season hits, that's Tuck all you got to do. Be like, <laughs> I'd ski with me. I'd ski with me. I'd ski with me hard. I'd board. I'd ski. I'd snowblade. I'd plow me. I'd <laughs> plow me hard. Uh, that's such so a great movie. This a couple weeks ago, we were at the beach, and I was saying to Andrea, I'm like, you know what we need to do, like. Because I'm starting to get the beach now. You know, like, it took me a long time to and I, walk around. You get well, arrested I, for that. <laughs> I get the beach now, and I was thinking, like, you know, it'd be awesome. Like, like Jimmy Buffett is probably the smartest man in the world. He's like made his whole life about just hanging out and drinking and living that that beach life. Yeah. How do what does one become the ski version of Jimmy Buffett? Ski Jimmy Buffett or ski Kenny Chesney because that's the younger Jimmy Buffett now. Right. right. I was thinking like. <laughs> Timmy A. LaCarte. That'd be my name. Like, a la carte. Timmy A. LaCarte. And my first song would be Let's Get High and Plow. Instead of Let's Get Drunk and Screw. Because you're getting mm-hmm. high and you're plowing. But that could mean you're on the road with a vehicle. But you would have to do the it's Mickey Krause tour. Tundra. Like, you're talking about dethroning Mickey Krause and Peter Vockel. Those queers are only in Europe. Nobody wants to see them in North America. I know. I could be the I don't sexy see them at North Tell American ride, Jackson version. Hole. They're not doing the circuit there. They're not They're doing, not doing the Indy Pass tour. Indy Pass tour. Timmy A. LaCarte oh, going around. That would be great. You gotta right? you gotta come instead of 
eastbound and down with your your jet ski, your wave runner, you got to come with like a snowmobile. Always, my- always driving around with a snowmobile. You got a Bronco. I uh, theoretically may have a Bronco <clears throat> one day. Get a Bronco and a snowmobile. Always carry the snowmobile around. Just I'm taking her out. You just, just like, be like, like, just put your skis, like go to the grocery store, throw your skis in your cart. Cause you never know. You could be skinny powers. <laughs> skinny powers. Tasers and tits. You open up your place. <laughs> Portable tater, tater and tits. Um, but yeah, you could drive. Have, that, that's, that's a good idea. You drive around with a snowmobile all the time. Always. Cause you never know. You never know. I'm just going to pull over one day and just ride around. Kenny Powers is truly a genius. I know. I started rewatching that a while ago and then it only lasted like one or two episodes. And I'm like, wait, my wife has to watch this with me just yeah. so she knows how ridiculous. Well, cause we watched, um, the fabulous gemstones. Did you see that? Was that any good? Um, it was actually pretty good. Some parts. And then, uh, vice principals is another one. Like so I never still- finished that, but I liked it for a while. It was pretty yeah. good. It was all right. And you know what? It's funny. Other-in-law was awesome. But all the same people, like he gets most of the same people, the core, to go to the next show. So it it had, uh, was Goggins, whatever his name is. Walton Goggins, yeah. And like all the same people from like just about from Vice President went over. (laughs) Stevie in there? He wasn't. Oh, (laughs) no. Was he? He might have been. He might have been. I want to have a lot of fixings. Fixings. Yeah, actually, I don't think he was. But, uh. Yeah, a lot of the other people were like, you see him like go from thing to thing. Almost the whole cast of Vice Principals went over to the uh, Fabulous Gemstones. Oh, it's really? A, yeah. And had John Goodman. I love John Goodman. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. The best was still the uh, Ashley Shape of BMW. Ashley Shape of BMW. Oh, and they had Black Bike Week. Black Bike Week. They stole his kid. Black Bike Week. Black Bike Week. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> Where are you going, Black Bike Week? Oh, uh, show was so good. Goddamn. That's all we got. If you got any summer tips, if you want to bro out, if you want to go to T-shirt hell with us, hit us up. Steven Podcast at gmail.com. Would you buy a bro a T-shirt? Bro. Bro. Remember on uh, Silicon Valley? You broed me. Broed me. <laughs> it was like the app. All you do is send bro to people. Bro. Bro. The bro app. The bro app. The bro, app. bro. 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 You broed bro. me. You broed me. Fuck you. And he drives around. Fuck you, Richard. Fuck you, Richard. Fuck you in the ass. Love that. <laughs> Ted right. Hooneman. Yeah. What's that? Russ Hanneman. Les Hanneman. Russ Hanneman, yeah. Trace Comas. I, I, lo- <laughs> I love how he's Isn't messing. I love like how they're like, we don't know what's going on. There's something interfering. And he looks and there's the Trace Comas on the keyboard. So he takes it up and he looks around and he puts it back on. <laughs> he's like, hey, this is it. So Mike Judge is the one who did Silicon Valley. The new Beavis and Butthead movie came out like last month. Oh, that's him. And apparently, of course, Mike Judge is like, like that was his first thing was Beavis and Butthead. Damn. He did in Idiocracy. He did Silicon Valley. He did um, Idiocracy King of the Hill. It's, it starts out so slow, though. You got to get somebody in it. Like you got to start from the middle, I think. 
Well, no, the beginning's the best part where they, they talk about how we got to this point. But like, we're in idiocracy. Oh, so we're hard because yeah. people can't, they don't have the attention span to last that first few, like 15 minutes. The first part is the best, though. Yeah. <laughs> he was just on Joe Rogan, Mike Judge, and he was talking about how, like, everyone in the movie is wearing Crocs. <laughs> oh, I got enough. Because they filmed the movie in 2004 before Crocs were a thing. Oh, wow. And they found this sponsor. Like, there's these weird, like, shoes with holes, look like clogs. And he's like, oh, no one's going to wear these fucking things. So, like, they, <laughs> they like, got them to sponsor the movie. And by the time the movie came out in 2006, they were, like, blew up and were everywhere. And you're like, wow. Holy yeah. crap. Well, that's like my my wife's niece came down from Canada. And she went to Lululemon and she bought one of those little whatever shoulder purses or fanny pack. We can wear them different ways kind of yeah. thing. And uh, so she got her one and then my wife went out, got another one. And now she was just up, up North. And all of a sudden it's like, they're out of stock on these things. And like, everybody wants them. And she's like, I don't know. They're just very nice and comfortable and efficient. And you're making fun of fanny packs two years ago. Now you're buying the fucking Lululemon one. My, my wife has the same one. Now you're I buying know. them. Isn't it yeah. crazy? Like another crazy pack. thing. Well, another crazy thing is these. Um, I guess my wife saw it on Instagram. It's like these Stanley thermoses. It's like a, it's a forty ounce mug, so like a Yeti All mug right. or something. But it's got a handle, but it also the bottom tapers down so it fits in a cup holder, like in okay. a car or whatever. So it's like a little tiny normal base, and then it's a big forty ounce tumbler with a handle, Damn. and it's got a straw on the top. It's would you put like a whole bottle of wine in there and just drink it while you're driving? Dude, <laughs> Stanley's website, there's like 37 or 50 colors of these things. They're all out of stock. You go on Amazon, God. so they, they usually retail for I think it's $40, whatever, mm-hmm. $39.99, whatever. They're also that on the Stanley website. You go to Amazon, people are selling them for $80. A hundred, hundred and twenty dollars, and people wow. are apparently buying them. So My is that wife, like the new Yeti, sort of. But the thing is, the Yeti I like because it has a closure top. This one, it just it falls over, just pours all over the place. But it does keep yeah. stuff really cold. It fits in the cup holder. My wife likes it. But I, uh, like, she went to to Whole Foods the one day, and they had them there. So they retail for get forty bucks. They had them on sale if you were a Prime member, like thirty percent off. So she got them for like $28. Damn. Damn. These crazy people are going on Amazon and spend like 80 bucks, 100 bucks. But Stanley, Stanley did a genius, genius um, marketing campaign on this because they kept supply limited. They reached out to these influencers. They're like, hey, we'll give you this thing. Just make sure you post about it however many times. And yeah. they created this huge demand for this product. Huh. Even I was looking for them. Like I was trying to find one for for Mother's Day, and I couldn't find one because I go to like like yeah. Dick Sporting Goods. They'd be like, "Hey, we have them in stock," and you go, "They're like, yeah, we have them in stock, whatever." I see them. They look pretty cool. They're cool. They're all right. But is it? Would you? Would you spend one hundred and twenty bucks on one? Absolutely not. Of course not. No one in their right mind would. Yeah, they're all sold out. And some people are like, I just like all the different. I want like all the colors so it matches my outfit. Wow. Yeah, you know, I buy a lot of Yeti stuff, but I bought stuff that's not Yeti. That's the, like this, it's the the steel insulated. Yeah, Arctic or the knockoff ones. Yeah, they're all freaking pretty good though. It's just that 
that technology of the vacuum suck, suction, the, the steel wall thing. And it's freaking great. does make a big difference. But again, a lot of those ones are just like the same factory. There's just the China knockoff version. Right. It's the same, same price yeah, the, or same. Arctic technology. one is the brand, which is the one that Costco has a lot. I think it's Arctic, whatever. That was my backpack. So you got the Yeti backpack. I got the knockoff Arctic Costco one. It's probably the same thing. I'm not sitting out camping for like two days. You know what I mean? I'm going on a boat for like three hours or the beach for like five or six hours. It's fine. You know? But yeah, that thing's actually pretty good. I love it. For the beach, it's perfect. Yeah. Well, so I'll ride my bike out or sometimes we go to the boat, like we'll take it with our friends. We'll, we'll take it out there. And then we, you know, you stop it on you get off and that thing is like all insulated. It's got the wet, it's got a wet bag built into it. And this is the, the Yeti knockoff. It's awesome. I'm like, this is pretty awesome. So what I'll do is I'll put everything in the wet, wet bag compartment, right? Wrap it up. And I jump in the water and we, I, you know, kind of, you're only in waist deep water, walk into the beach. And then I'm like, Oh, my phone was in my pocket. I didn't put in the wet bag. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) but I haven't fried my phone yet. That's impressive. It's I'm I'm surprised. I'm I'm yeah. actually impressed with Apple with that thing. <laughs> Look at that. You were talking trash about Apple. Oh, they're a bunch of dicks with their software. <laughs> <laughs> gotta Still do what you gotta do, dick. man. Gotta do what you gotta do. Still better get me on board for a little yeah. Get me on on board for a little while and then I'm like, oh, they're still dicks. There's gotta be a shirt about them. Bunch of dicks. Still better than Microsoft. Under the ropes. So there is a great Pacific garbage patch and there's an ecosystem around it now. So there's a thriving ecosystem that scientists have found. Um, So I guess it's a known thing, the great Pacific garbage patch of just garbage that's kind of accumulated in one little area in the Pacific ocean. And um, they're actually finding that there's researchers from multiple universities around the world are doing peer reviewed paper. Um, they have a yet to be peer peer reviewed paper that's coming out on Friday. And they're saying um, they have photos of translucent creatures that call the patch home. They say it's thriving with life. They have a video of this, the blue sea dragons, which look pretty cool. And the interesting thing to them, they say they wear an armor made of man of war, enemies they've killed so they eat um man of war and they steal their stinging cells and then they cover their bodies in an armor made from the weapons of their vanquished prey so that's pretty badass and these things look pretty cool how I mean, they big look, are these things exactly i don't know they look pretty small but they're beautiful yeah. looking they're like like a bright you know a bright blue and they have like these fans out for their on their hands and their their tail, like really cool looking, but they're probably probably not so nice. Um, no, and imagine they were like ten times bigger, we'd be in yeah. trouble. Oh yeah. So they're saying, you know, they're saying garbage patches are all over, and what would happen if these these garbage patches of the world soon become like tiny versions of the Galapagos islands, home to species of a unique environment over time. So they're actually saying that cleaning up these garbage patches 
is ruining the ecosystem now that started thriving because <laughs> life thrives everywhere. So life finds a way. Yeah. So so what happens now? You have this these garbage patches, and it's like, well, if you start cleaning them up, well, now you're killing some species that might not exist elsewhere. It's kind of wild if you think about it. Yeah, where do you choose your morality then? Yeah. So now do you stop the, the everybody agrees we need to stop the pollution, but you might need to leave these little islands out there because they say there's a ton of life around them. Yeah. And what if they could kind of like consolidate it a little bit more instead of having it be like this big, now this would actually be the greatest idea ever. Garbage patch, squeeze it all together, force it up. Garbage mountain. Boom. So they're saying while cleaning up plastics, that's causing the microplastics found nearly found in nearly every human body and even newborns dripping nets into the water to catch garbage also removes the animals living there. So a problem highlighted by the 2019 shot of life sucked out of the water in previous cleanup efforts. So they have a picture and it's just kind of wild. Yeah. Cause they use those, those like uh, those yellow, I don't know if they're almost like buoys or plastic yeah, and they keep it in a net. I guess they use that to kind of keep it together, right? Yeah, so it doesn't like spread out. But mm-hmm. by keeping it all together now, uh, life starts living in there, and they're like, "Hey, this is a cool little home. We're gonna hang out here." Because yeah. humans, we were probably outer space garbage at one point. Because again, we don't really we don't <laughs> know, and there's so many like you can go down the crazy rabbit hole there too. Like, where did human life start from? I love the idea of panspermia where some sort of panspermia. amino acids or some something came from an asteroid and landed here and sort of ejaculate. pretty much like and space ejaculate landed space here jacket. or, you know, like aliens like came down and they like, you know, found primitive primates and inserted their DNA into it. And Fucking that's where L. Ron Hubbard. L. Ron Hubbard. <laughs> It's, it's a fun thing to kind of think about, but, but that's what's kind of going down on this garbage patch is new life is being created. It's the new boogie down. The new boogie down. Life finds a way. Yeah. yeah. I that's kind of crazy. It is very crazy. Well, what's even crazier, spending $400 a month for a gym. Damn. There's a new fancy exclusive gym it's not even a gym it's a community you can join if you are if you uh are in the los angeles area and it is called heimat which i think they're saying is some sort of german name for like house or the the feeling of being at home uh they offer this ridiculously crazy gym with this awesome spa rooftop pool Views of the city, Michelin star restaurant, all for the low, low price of $350 a month. Damn. Yeah. I like that. It's like a, a country club on uh, where you actually work out. You look at the pictures of this place. Like, there was one picture I saw of the gym itself and it looked kind of like okay, like a hotel gym. Then you look at the pictures of like the classes and the the pool on top, and it's crazy how much they have going on here. So they have again the whole 
the whole gym there. You know, they have uh, group exercise, studios, personal trainers, fitness app. They have the spa part, seeing it signature treatments, relaxation, dry sauna, hmm. IV therapies. Nice. See, the IV therapy is... IV therapy is cool. I'm into that. <laughs> and they have this restaurant called Mother Tongue, which I, I can't see it on here. I'm surprised it doesn't say it. I read that it was a Michelin star rated restaurant. Hmm. But they're just saying here that it's award-winning chef Michael Mina. Wow. They got a sun up to sundown. They got dining terraces, full bar featuring handcrafted libations and adventurous small plates. Intimate hmm. setting, juice bar. You know, so have, you like, know something to be said for this. Because think about, like, you got time to kill. <clears throat> Why not do something baller like this? And this is your your hangout spot, right? You know, if you can afford a car payment for your gym, then yeah, this sounds like a great spot. Well, think of if you're still single and you got nothing else to do, right? You got some money coming in. Why not? What else are you doing? Hookers. <laughs> it's, a lot, it's a lot better than hookers. Better than hookers. Yeah. No gonorrhea and you get good food and you get in shape, right? They don't have Coke. Uh, hookers do not bring cucumber water with them. That's for That's sure. Right. I'm sure this this is a high level place. You can find Coke if you want Coke. <laughs> That's your thing for sure. It is called Nourish. It is. <laughs> the gym is open from 5 a.m. to midnight. There's a library for the co-working space, a pool. Oh, you know, there's some there's some kinky shit going down in that place. Somewhere there's some room that somebody there's some talk eyes about. wide shut class. There's like uh, it's like code. Like they'll say it's like, oh, it's jazzercise, and it's really just like right. eyes wide shut party. It's the mass jazzercise <laughs> class that we have. <laughs> <laughs> Call it the Fidelio Yoga. I've never, I've never belonged to a fancy gym. The, the nicest gym I ever belonged to was New York Sports Club, and it was okay at best. See, this is nice too. They have a so <clears throat> we have a, a friend Ram, and yeah, I've known other people. And I actually looked at. There's one down here in Tampa that I looked at, and it was something like. It was a lot. I don't know if it was 300, 400, like a lot more a month, but it was a lot. And I was like, yeah, if I was going to do that all day and our friend Rem, he's still single. He belongs to this, this club called Lifetime Fitness. And it's almost like a country club. And they have like the one down here, like they're all a little bit different. The one down here by me in Tampa has, um, a hair salon, a spa, uh, a juice bar, a restaurant. Like it's like a city. It's like a little city. And then they have pools, tennis courts, all this other stuff. So it's like, I was talking to our buddy Ram up in uh, Long Island and they have one out there and he goes and he's like, Oh, you don't understand. They have like two big pools outside and there's a bar and a band. He's like, I just go there and hang out for like four hours. Like I just hang out by the pool chat people up. Maybe I work out before. Like it's kind of a scene. I'm like, that's yeah. actually a cool idea. Now this lifetime one is 159 bucks a month. The one in Tampa. That's not bad. 159. This other place was 350. That's a Refill. big difference. Oh yeah. That is way more than double. It's the same idea though. Like you kind of go and hang out. It's not just a gym where you go work out and leave. It's you kind of hang out for a while there, you know? Yeah. Luxury Health Club. 
Hi, Matt. Yeah, there was another guy down here that was telling me about it. He's like, yeah, I started doing this gym and I paid a lot of money, especially during COVID because they were open. And he's like, I took my kids and we would go hang out at the pool. And he's telling me about it. I'm like, is it lifetime fitness? He's like, oh yeah, I, I, that's exactly it. He's like, it's a lot of money, but he's like, I let the kids run wild in the pool and just freaking hang out, you know? Yeah, tiring the kids out bit. That's, that's a big one. Yeah. He's like, let them run around. I go work out and you get two and a half hours of uh, care daily to watch your kids between three months and 11 years. That's That's not bad. That's big. That's when the Fidelio Club happens. That's when it makes sense to pay that price. That's (laughs) extensive cleaning protocols. Well, for $300 a month, you better get extensive cleaning protocols. Damn right. Yeah. Damn right. Uh, that's pretty cool. It's good stuff. So, they should have more ski related stuff. They should have more off, like, they should have like a dedicated ski gyms. I'm sure they have them in like Jackson Hole or something where you got like, you know, or you're just going to mountain biking and running and doing your thing. Some people like the indoor structured fitness protocol. I wonder if they, they have, have like, they probably have like really good trainers. That's the other thing. Like some of these places are like, yeah, you pay the membership, but then if you want a trainer, you're getting like a top trainer. You're not getting like some, you know, bullshit trainer that, Oh yeah. It's, let me watch you work out. <laughs> Just do bicep curls, bro. You're good. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm going to text while you got, while you do some curls and <laughs> let me know when you're done. I'm on Tinder right now. <laughs> trying to hook up, trying to hook up my smash. Trying to smash. Trying to smash. So yeah, plenty of good stuff. That's all we got. <coughs> Hope you guys enjoyed it. Thank you so much for listening. Check us out, skibonpodcast.com. Send us an email, skibonpodcast at gmail.com. Go to the socials, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, untapped at Podcast. YouTube, we're on there too. What else we got? Ski season's coming. Don't worry. It's hot. You're going through it's it. coming. Get through the heat. You can make it happen. We'll talk to you guys soon. Probably next week. Ah, we'll see. A week, two weeks. Maybe a week or two. Probably two weeks. It'll be August, which means the next week holiday, Labor Day. Boom. So, thank you again for listening, and we'll talk to you guys in the next week or two. Stay high, stay flute. See you.